0: Greetings again in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Pastor good Major Gilbert Senior, coming to you this morning at our worship hour. We thank God for you joining us this morning. Uh, we pray that you would just continue to be with us as we uh, continue to teach and to worship and preach and do the work that God has called us to do. We invite you to come by. Our On the Wally Ministries here in Alta Vista, Virginia, we can not see 40 people. Uh, we are not having in-house services right now, but we do invite you to come by. Uh, we wanted to start some in-house service. We can seek 40 during our Sunday school hour and during our worship hour. So we invite you to come on down. Sit down with us and have fellowship and then share in the Word of God. We do thank God for each of you. Uh, again, my wife is uh, uh, with her mother this morning. Mom went to the hospital uh, this uh, Thursday night and they were going, had her dialysis and drank a little bit much fluid off her and she got dehydrated so it rushed her to the hospital but they took her uh, to Virginia Beach for the weekend, let mom have some relaxation, look at a little ocean water but she's not with us but we do pray that uh, you would just continue to pray for those that are going through. God is still in the blessing business and, and we're still trying to be a light unto the world so that God can be able to bless us and we can be able to be a blessing to somebody else. So, uh, we were looking for a praise song this morning, and uh, I was thinking about a song, uh, but I, I, I think I better go ahead and find some men this morning. Uh, give me a few words, a few minutes, and and then we'll be able to go. We used to sing this song back in First Buffalo years ago. Out of the depths, so let's try that. oh. oh, oh. Of the depths of my soul I cry, Jesus, draw near, Jesus, draw near, Lord, let me hear to my earnest plea, Jesus, draw near. my faith, Lord, deeper in thee. Let me her be so that no sin might be found in me. Lord, draw me closer to thee. Amen. Out of the depths of my soul, do plea Lord, draw nearer to me. Out of the depths We should have in our relationship with God. Is there a word from the Lord? Our scripture this morning comes out of 1 Chronicles 4th chapter, verses 9 through 10. 1 Chronicles 4th chapter, verses 9 through 10. Our scripture reads this morning, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, O oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, that thou hand might be upon me, and thou wouldest keep me from evil, that thou may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. May the Lord bless the hearing and reading of his holy and his righteous word. You know, Mrs. M. Masquire sings this song that says that uh, what God has for me, it is for me. I know without a doubt that he will bring me out what God has for me, it is for me. You know, this lets me know that there are certain promises that God has ordained in my life and no one else can steal or take these things for me if I walk according to his will. You know, I can boldly say what God has. As for me this is for me you know the Bible says in Deuteronomy 11th chapter verses 26 and 28 he behold I said before you this day a blessing and a curse and a curse a, a, a blessing if you obey God's commandments of the Lord of God and, and which I command you this day, a curse if you what? Not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. and But turn aside on your own way which I command you this day and go after other gods and which you have not known. So these are the promises that God has given to us, not only us, but if we what? Obey his word. Amazing things can happen in your life if you would be able to obey the word of God. But tragic things can happen in your life also if you walk contrary to the word of God. The choice is what? In ours. That's our choice to claim his blessings in our life or reject his goodness and his mercy. And then you have to deal with those curses if you call yourself a child of God. He has these blessings in line for you. And what he has for me is for me. What he has for you, it is for you. And how many of you believe that this morning? Are you looking for a blessing this morning? God got a blessing for me, but he also has a blessing for you. So this morning, for the sake of the subject, I'm going to talk about a blessing with our name on it. A blessing with our name on it. Let us pray Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we ask you, we touch your dear servant. Touch my lips that I may boldly say those things you have laid upon your heart. And help me, O Heavenly Father, be that example where I may live my life so that others might see Christ in me. Love in one another. Doing the things that are more like thee and not of me. Lord, we thank you and praise you. In Christ Jesus' name we do pray. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. A blessing with our name on it. You know Norman Hutchins sang this song. It makes no difference what you're going through. You're going to make it and God's going to see you through. Hold your head up high and put a smile on your face and that's another test and it won't last always. I know that you've been hurting deep down on the inside. Let me encourage you. It's going to be all right. Troubles and trials come along and make you strong. Keep on believing and keep on holding on. God got a blessing with your name on it. I don't know about you this morning, but I believe that God got a blessing with your name on it. Do you believe that this morning, you know, I serve of a God that sits high, but he looks low. I know all about my, he knows all about my every care. He knows about us. He knows about you. He knows about all of us. You know, my sister's, one of her favorite psalms is Psalm 139. He said, oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down sitting and my uprising, and thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Thou compassion. My path with my lying down and art acquainted with all of my ways, and for there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together, and thou hast beset me from behind and before, and have laid thy hand upon me. Isn't it good? for you know that has a god that knows all about you that cares all about us he knows what i need he knows what you need and he reserves blessing specially for you and for me he never uh, are confused about what he's doing he won't give up on you when you give up on your and then he won't give to me what he is reserved for you. And he won't give to you what he is reserved for me. Because he knows us. He knows all about us. And then uh, uh, there should be some shouting words that God knows you enough to be able to take care of all of your needs. So what he has for me, it is for me, and what it has for you is for you. And God got a blessing, what with our name on it. I know somebody knows who I'm talking about this morning. Have you ever needed something so bad and you were afraid to ask for it, and then just out of nowhere, God provided what you needed? Has that ever happened to you, huh? I, I, what is meant by somebody else is dealing with some things, and 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 uh, and one thing about it, God. None of us deserve what God did. God is so merciful, and He provides our needs. What with our names on them, ain't it? And don't does, hey, He don't even ask for an RSVP. And the Bible says in Philippians four six and seven, be careful for nothing, but in what everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving of your requires me made known unto God. He doesn't mind you asking, isn't that something? But without asking, he makes the sun rise every day. Doesn't he do that without asking? Without asking, he makes you wake up with a brand new day in front of you. Without asking, he orders the sun and the moon and the star to shine in day and at night. Without asking, he gives you Breath to breathe and air to breathe and water to drink. Without asking, he put what? Foods on your table. And without asking, he sends down summer rains. Without asking, he sent Jesus into the world to die for our sins. Without asking, uh, God gave us that Pentecostal moment where the Holy Spirit came and fell on all of us. Without asking. God made a way. Huh? Without asking, uh, he keeps on blessing me. Without asking, he fills me with his Holy Spirit. Without asking, oh God, my mercy, God blesses us every day. And without asking, God got a blessing, what? Without name on it. So if he blesses you without asking, can you imagine what it would be if you would just ask? And God says you have not because what? You ask not. Then when you ask, you ask it to, to waste it away on your own lust. That's what God asking as we come to our text this morning. Sometimes the text comes across as a little selfish or self-centered when you read uh, the prayer of Jabaz. But when you understand the word of God, uh, you soon realize the scripture says in James 4 that you have not because you what? You ask not. Asking God for your provisions and desires in your heart shouldn't be construed as selfishness. Uh, then the word of God said, delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. But James also goes on to say in verse 3, you ask and cannot because I said earlier, you ask amiss. That you may consume it on your own lust. And and, and then we need to be careful. Our problem is it's in our request. But why the request? huh? Huh? God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to somebody else. And this is one truth that we all have to deal with. You can't help anybody uh, if you're spiritually and physically broke. God blesses you so that you can spiritually and physically help somebody else. Blessings allow you to be a blessing to somebody else. Blessings allow you to be able to help somebody else. And when you're asked to explain your ability to help others, God will answer your petition. He will give you a blessing with your name on it if you would only ask with the right motives. Then and i our text this morning, pray the prayer for God's providence providential care in his life. You know not much is mentioned in the Bible about Jabez, but he sort sure of shows up in our scripture. According to Wikipedia, Jabez uh, is a biblical male whose name uh, from the Old Testament in First Chronicles, Jabez is a well-respected man whose prayer to God was a blessing that was answered. The name in Hebrew, Jabez, means that he makes sorrowful of his mother state. I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez was labeled as sorrow at birth. But his prayer against contradicting sorrow nullified the label. You know how sometimes people can give you a name based on who you were, but God don't want to base your name on who you were. God want to bless your name on who, who you become. You become a child of God. And his life contradicted his name. Jabez was nothing of sorrow. Is also mentioned in 1 Chronicles 2 and 55. Possibly they named the place of him because of his faith. See, Jabez possibly could have been a Jewish scribe later on in later years, and he might have been influential and well-respected as a scribe because of the city that was named after him, Jabez. So what kind of man was Jabez? Our text says that Jabez was a more honorable than his brother and his mother called his name Jabez because I bore him in sorrow. First of all, Jabez was a what? Spiritual person. His life was characterized uh, with a spiritual or special piety for those who in need. And he trusted his entire life to God and earnestly he desired that God uh, would insult some way of make richly bless him in all things and he truly committed his way to the Lord. And then all of the traits of Jabez is that his faith in God was most prominent in his life. He believed in God. He trusted in God. He believed in God's goodness and he relaxed in God's powers and he found comfort in God's concern for his human affairs. Then next when Jabez, he grew up Uh, He grew up in a manhood. He was alert to estimate rightly the value of God's blessings, and he invoked and he depends on God. His language implies that he has confidence that he had a reality of God's blessings in his life. And finally, Jabez challenges believers with understanding the urgency to demonstrate steadfastness in their spiritual lives. Though he was born in sorrow, he didn't accept this to be his destiny. Paul tells us in Galatians 5 and 1, stand fast therefore in your liberty within Christ has made us free and not entangled again with this yoke of bondage. Colossians 1 and 23 said, if you continue in my faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from your hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature under heaven. See, Jabez learned what a consistent uh, in prayer, uh, to be consistent in prayer, always hopeful for the answer from God. See, you can't pray without expectation. If you pray without expectation, you are praying without any hope. you got to pray in expecting God to deliver and to do what he did. He realized that God had a blessing with his name on it and he was willing to ask God for it so that he can be to be a blessing to somebody else. So let's look closely at this prayer of j bad A close study of this man's prayer is very rewarding if you would only look at it. This study helps us to understand the elements of essential uh, prayer. And if we are praying to bring results, you got to have this type of prayer. Notice the following aspects that are associated with this powerful praying. He addresses his prayer, who? To God. And Jabez what? Called on the God of Israel. He speaks to God intimately, familiar with the mighty Jehovah God. He's a man who knew God. He did not pray to some abstract, unknown God that he did not. He prayed to God who was a covenant-keeping God. And, and but, they, uh, but when one truly knows God, then praying changes dramatically. Our prayers are to be addressed to what? God Almighty, the loving Father. Jesus teaches us in Matthew how to pray. He said when thou pray, enter into your secret closet. And when thou shut the door, pray to the Father that is in secret. And the Father which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. Jesus is all God. But Jesus also tells us to pray to the Father. He didn't say pray to him. Pray to the Father. But when you pray to the Father, ask it in his name. And this is not taking anything away from God, Jesus' divinity. But he said that divine order requires you to what? Pray to God the Father. Then his prayer was what? Well defined. See, sometimes our prayer is not defined enough. We don't God is kind of confused. He's not knowing what we're asking, but he does know because he knows the intent of our heart. But he says when you pray, pray clearly. With clarity and understanding, our text says, Oh, thou wouldest bless me indeed, enlarge my coast, and thine hand might be on me, and thou wouldest keep me from evil, that I may not grieve me. See, Jabez knew what he was praying, and he asked for with earnestness. He said, indeed, he want to put some emphasis on this thing. How often are our prayers aimless and misguided? Many pray to God without any idea what they are asking for in the midst of vague words and and trite expressions. They actually, they don't know how to pray. But here he's saying, Jesus said, when you pray, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites praying that they pray standing in their synagogues and in their corners of the streets that they may be what seen of men. But verily I say unto you, they have that reward. But he said, What do you think God's attitude is toward us when we're praying, huh? What do you think he said? Let us carefully consider our prayers to be what earnest in what we are asking. And then he's asking for blessings for prosperity. He said, oh, that thou would bless me, what indeed enlarge my coast. He said, uh, and I remind you again that James wrote that you have not because what? You ask not. Of those who fail or ask for blessings or do so because they have taken for granted God's blessing. And a major part of our prayer ought to be what we seek God for his favor over our life. The the biblical report for asking God to help us it, 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 it's, it's there J. Bass is pursuing sometimes the material gain but he asked God for help so whatever your desire is whatever your, uh, uh, your motive should be to glorify God but you should be able to ask God and trust in him that he will deliver God can do nothing so substantial as to bless you in your common needs If you can imagine, God gives you more than what you need. Now, Jabez believed that God's rule extended, what, even to his common affairs. But our Lord taught us to pray that God will give us, what, our daily bread. But we should also pray for, what, material or or spiritual advancement. John said that the uh, beloved, I wish that all that you may prosper and be in being health, even what, as your soul prosper. So asking God for financial blessings is not a sin, but if we want it, we need to ask for it. Ask him for a blessing so that you can be a blessing to someone else. And then it was a prayer for God's guidance. Uh, Jabez asked for his guidance, it's good to ask for money, but you need to have God in your life in order for you to guide and direct you in how to spend that money. He says that, and thy hand might be upon me. In this aspect of his prayer, it modifies the request for material blessing. The material prosperity without God is a deadly mix. Uh, Those who pray for success in business should also pray uh, for reminders of one's total dependence on God. And his guidance is critical. How often have we trusted our guidance that meet with failure and defeat and going in the wrong direction? One is blessed if we recognize the great need for God to be able to guide us and direct us through what he's blessed us with. He gives you a blessing with your name on it and you can waste it quicker than you can be able to look at it. So it was a prayer also of safety and what purity. He closes his her prayer by asking and thou will keep me from evil and thou may not grieve me. Jabez did not ask God to keep him from the sorrows of life but he did request that God would keep him from the effects of evil in his life. See life The sorrow of your life will come. But the thing about it is I need God to keep me from those, those, the effects of that evil coming into my life and making an impact in my life. So what the lesson learned from the prayer of Jabez. What did we learn from this? Prayer offered to the Spirit is never offered in vain. And there are no hesitation in his prayer. There is no withholding from God's answer. There is always willingness on God's part to hear our pleas and to answer our need. Uh, Philippians 4 and 19 says that, but God shall supply all of your needs according to what his riches in uh, by, in glory by Jesus Christ. So when we ask, we should have... And if we ask, we should have because we should ask in faith. God's answer will come if sooner, not later. And it's on the way. It's not on, oh, folks, you say it may not come when you want it, but he's going to come what? Right on time. God granted Jabez all that he wanted. He had success in his life. Evil was warded off. God to bless him and all the aspects of life should have been taken to God in prayer. All of us, everything that you want, the least to the greatest should be taken to God in prayer. Every detail of our earthly life should be included in our prayers to God. Even those that we consider unimportant. Take all the life to God in hopes, in our aspirations, in our prayer, and our blessings. Those psalms that says, "Take everything to God in prayer." That's what we should do, and be faithful about it. Believing that God will, and He will answer our prayers. So as we close. As we close this morning, Jabez asked a blessing with his name on it. And our text says, and God granted him what he had requested. He prayed and got favor of God over his life. And and, and I know favor ain't fair. But I, I also know that we serve a just God. And, and and I know that if favor ain't fair, if he bestows his favor upon me, I believe that's what God's desire is. If he bestows his favor on you, he's still doing it because he is a just God. He bestows his favor upon those that walk in obedience to his word. And that's his business. That's on him. A lot of folks say that God ain't fair. And, and hey, I'm glad about it. I'm glad to God, if God was fair, can you imagine where you'd be today if you had a fair God? Old folk used to say dead and what? Shut up in your grave. If God was fair, I'd have to face the death penalty that I have and I'm guilty of. And that's what I fairly deserve. But thanks be to God, huh? God sent his darling son Jesus in the world to die for my sin and I didn't have to die in my sin. But he could have been fair, couldn't he? He had every right to be fair. But we deserve fair, but favor, grace, and mercy is what God gave us. And he will bless us with a specific blessing if you would only ask. Second Chronicles 7.14 says that if my people that are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their evil way, then will they hear from heaven and will heal, forgive their sin and heal the land. See, God has a specific blessing with our name on it for those that are conditional to us walking in his word. Again, I want to be the first to admit that there are many blessings unclaimed because of my disobedience. You know, I found this poem said, before the Lord who is in control, as for his blessings one hundredfold, he gives all above all that desire, he sends on his special gift of fire in the inner realm of the heaven above. We are disgusted and perfect love. and He belongs to give what he yearns for himself, yet blessings lay unclaimed and hundreds on the shelf. See, we have so many blessings with our name on it, but because of our disobedience, because we walk contrary to the will of God, those blessings didn't come into fruition because of our disobedience you know there's one lady old boy who claimed to have visited heaven and he had seen the place and there are unclaimed blessings and jesus showed him that in the realm of that many benefits to help us here on the earth gifts and emotions and healings but he said go unclaimed blessing because we don't ask can you imagine heaven is filled with so many unclaimed blessings because we didn't ask he says you have not because you ask not can you imagine that Unclaimed blessings. Huh? Have you ever had a specific blessing that you wanted, but somehow it didn't come? You know, are you stepping out on confidence? Are you truly believing God for that blessing? The boy, Robert Flavin who was an adult, wrote the book, and he calls. We saw heaven and he saw even the beauty of organs of those who were sick and who would describe places, unclaimed blessings. The storehouses, that were almost full because uh, so few took advantage of what they could contain. And all you need to do is go in and get what you need by the hand and of faith. And because it was there, he claimed, and you do not have to cry out or beg God uh, to the part that you need. You go get it. And the doors are open to those that need to go in. God blesses us with so much whenever we are having to ask. But if you fail and that you go in and get your blessing, that's on you. You got to ask God. Ask in faith like Jabez did, huh? Turn from our wicked ways. And God promises that he will what? Hear from heaven and he will hear our prayer. What God has for me is for me. What God has for you is for you. And all of those promises that God has are available to us, for us, all we have to do is to proclaim them in their And if we proclaim in faith, God said that he will, what? He will supply our every need. And trust in the Lord uh, with all your heart. Lean not in your own understandings in all life. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Trust in the Lord. He is the one that will give you what you need. Once you claim it, trust in the Lord and retain it once you learn to retain it, God will sustain it. And then once you fail, God's mercy and grace will allow you to reclaim it. But don't you believe that this morning God got a blessing with your name on it? All you need to do is ask in faith. And once you ask in faith, God will do that. God will multiply you 36 and a hundredfold because of your faith that you would have in him. You got to believe that this morning, just as Jabez did. God got a blessing with your name on it. All you need to do is ask for it. Ask in faith. And once you ask in faith, God will do what he said he would do if you believe it this morning. God bless you. God got a blessing with your name on it. And all you need to do is ask. Ask in faith and believe and God will give you the desires of your heart. God bless you this morning. Uh, we're going to have a holy communion this morning following uh, our service, and we should have fed earlier, but if you got any bread, if you got any juice at this time, we're going to pray and, and, and bless it and sanctify it where we'll be taking up the body and the blood of Jesus. We thank God for you joining us this morning in our Sunday school hour. We thank God for you joining us this morning in our worship, God. God has a blessing with your name on it but you need to ask and then believe and then do like Jabez did. You got to proclaim that God blessed me. That's what you need to do Proclaim it from the housetops that God got a blessing you with your own name on it and you got to believe it and then you got to be able to achieve it. God bless you today. The Lord Sople first Corinthians 1123 and 24. It began, it says, For I received the Lord that our soul was delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus was on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and he said, Take, eat this is my body which is broken for you, in remembrance of me. And after the same manner he took the cup. And when he had supped, he saying, This is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. And do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you show forth the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore whosoever will shall eat this bread and drink this cup unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. For he eateth and drinketh unworthily, it is drinketh in condemnation unto himself, and discerning the Lord, not discerning the Lord's body. For at this cause many are sickly among you, and many sleep. But if we are judged ourselves, we shall not be judged. And when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we shall not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if in the man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when he come. He said the red represented his body, The wine represented his blood. Let us pray. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, that you have provided for us the body of of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, shed on Calvary's cross for our sin, rose on that third day morning, evidenced himself to witnesses of hundreds, and then he ascended into heaven, and he sits on the right hand of God. He sits taking petitions for our prayers, and that said, if we partake of this bread, and this body. It shows forth the Lord's death until he come again. Let us eat of this bread. Let us eat together. And the wine represents what? His shed blood. Let us drink. It said in the New Testament that they sang a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. We don't have the Mount of Olives, but we do have the hedges and the highway. God is compelling us to go into the hedges and highway, compelling men, women, and boys and girls to come and give their life to Jesus Christ. So we thank God for that. We thank God for his goodness. We thank God for his mercy. And we pray that he would just continue to bless those that have not accepted him. Is there one? We ask that you would receive him to your heart today. God is not looking for none to be lost. He desired that all men be saved. So receive him into your heart today. And as they left, they saw a hymn. He said, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Save me. One day when I lost, Jesus died on the cross. Well, I know it was the blood. Save me. I know it was the blood, I know it was the blood, I know it was the blood, save me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross. I know it was the blood that saved me. God bless you. May heaven have a smile upon you. We'll see you on Friday evening, Sunday morning for our Bible Institute and our Sunday morning Sunday school and worship hour. God bless you. We continue to ask for your prayers. Pray for our ministry here at Onalway Ministries, God's Gift Ministry, our outreach ministry. If you have closing needs, if you have any needs, come by, we'll be able to help you out in any way we can or we'll point you into the direction for help. Uh, if you need prayer, come by on the wall of ministry. We'll pray for you. Uh, if you have any needs, come by our business here at Vista Church Supply. And we have all your biblical needs, all your study needs, all your music needs. Come by and to be able to help us so that we can be a light unto your life and to be a light unto the world. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you for this hour Now as we depart, let us go into the highways and the hedges and let men, women, boys, and girls know that Jesus Christ is alive and well. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rest, rule, and abide with us henceforth and forever. Let every heart say, Amen. God bless you.